Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy Mark Daniels from uh, WNFL up in Green Bay, 101.9 FM, 1440 AM. Mark, how you doing, buddy? Good, Bill. How are you? We're all safe. We're socially distancing. Uh, we're doing okay. But uh, thank God we got a little NFL draft coverage to talk about starting tonight. So uh, all the mock drafts are out. All the uh, scenarios have been broken down. Uh, so you tell me. Give me your thoughts coming in into at least the opening round of the NFL draft and what's upcoming tonight. Well, a lot of avenues for Brian Gutekunst to go. Uh, I think he's just he's always seems to be a little nervous about uh, the designated number. Uh, this is his third draft as GM, and he hasn't held to the Packers' original spot in either of the first two years, moving down and up and down and up and uh, wherever uh, to try and land a guy that they really like. Are there guys like that on his board? I'm sure there are. Uh, the ones that I would think are at the top of the list would be you know, Jefferson, the receiver from LSU, I think Murray or Queen, the linebackers, are going to be uh, in that area that if it gets down to 2021 and they're still available, uh, Brian is going to, well, call his buddies to start calling his buddies to start calling their buddies uh, remotely and see if they can't work something out. Uh, I think that's a possibility. If those types of players are gone, uh, I think there's a real chance that Goody could just bail out of the first round and then start looking at that uh, second tier of maybe wide receivers uh, that might be available uh, in the higher reaches of round two. Shades of 2011, Bill, they were sitting at 30. Ted Thompson bailed and got Jordy Nelson. That worked out pretty good. Um, yeah, I was going to say, uh, when you picked up Jordy in that second round, that, uh, that I, I was going through that list today, and all these guys that Ted got, you know, early on in his drafting, turned into be pro bowlers, turned out to be pro bowlers. He was getting a lot of talent there. Uh, Gutekinds needs to get some talent, needs to get pro bowl type of talent. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to be pro bowlers in their first year, but it certainly means that you have to get that level of talent if you're going to find impact players that are going to fill holes and or uh, add a, you know, certifiable depth to this team. So, um, you know, I don't have enough of, of a roadmap yet to say whether Gutekinds is good or bad at the draft. But this is kind of a pressure-packed year, in my opinion. Do you agree? I think they all are, actually. Um, you know, and I would say this. I think he's on the right track on a couple of guys. Jair Alexander is trending that way to become a Pro Bowl corner. Darnell Savage made all-rookie teams. Elton Jenkins mm-hmm. made an all-rookie team. Uh, so I think it's not like he is, uh, he's just bringing bodies in. I think he's, he's got an eye for talent. I believe that. Uh, I think there's pressure every year, maybe more so this year in only this regard. Uh, the Packers took heavy losses in free agency and went light spending this year after the heavy spending last year, knowing that they're going to have some heavy spending next year. Are you following all this, Bill? Uh, right. They've got to save money for the guys that they believe are going to be the core players that need contracts that are coming due. The Aaron Joneses, the David Bakhtiaris, the Corey Lindsleys, on and on we go with that list. It's a long one for 2021 and 2022. So uh, he needs to find some pieces. There's no question about that. 
I think he's got to find a right tackle uh, of the future. If it's an immediate future, I'm fine with that. I'm not crazy about Rick Wagner. I think he's just a hold-your-breath kind of guy. And if they start thinking about a quarterback, that quarterback of the future might be the quarterback of November if they don't get a right tackle and Rodgers gets his, himself hurt midseason this year. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of things going on here. Uh, you know, the linebacking situation's got to be addressed. Um, I, you know, I think defensive line could probably use another body. Kenny Clark, and what do you got? I'm not sure. Not a lot. Dean Lowry, Tyler Lancaster, high-effort guys, Adams and Kingley. Kiki are just not showing me much of anything. So that's an area I think that could be addressed. So he's got all kinds of avenues to, to turn to uh, tonight, especially with that first pick. What do you think of Warren Burks? Mm, not a lot. Uh, he can run around, but I don't know if he can play. You know what I mean? Uh, he's yep. a very good athlete, got good speed, but I just uh, haven't seen anything uh, to, to, to convince me that uh, he's going to be uh, you know, an NFL caliber starting linebacker. Yeah, that's a, you look at some of these draft choices. I mean, Jamon Moore gone. Oren Burks hasn't really amounted to a lot right now. Uh, you know, obviously Geronimo Allison is gone, but uh, you know, you you look at some of the guys they brought in, and you were really hopeful for, and you just haven't seen the productivity. But I agree with you when you talk about a guy like Darnell Savage, who has turned out to be, I think, really solid. Elkin Jenkins is a mauler. I said that earlier today. Uh, they yeah, just. You know, in the re- uh, the receivers are not going to give up on yet. Uh, it, obviously, a sophomore slump for MVS, and EQ was on the shelf. So, I but they're long striding, big targets that I think uh, can continue to grow and develop. It, they've got to start showing something this year, obviously, or that could be a real washout. Uh, if you you know if you only hit on one of those three you drafted a couple of years ago, that's not good. And if all three flame out, that's a, that's a real waste for sure. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. One of the things that I bring up when, when it comes to the wide receiver, and people keep saying, well, just just move down, get a guy later on. The, the problem is we hear this all the time with Aaron Rodgers, it's trust. you got to get a guy that's quality and trustworthy and on and on and on. Usually the top guys are the guys that get it. They get the route running. That's what they're really up there for. They're right place, right time, and they can go make plays. That's the reason the impetus to me is on a wide receiver early in this draft because I don't think you can wait to say I'm going to fortify the wide receiving core because the draft is so deep with wide receivers who have played well in, say, lesser conferences or as a number two to a number one. I'd rather have the number ones in better conferences that get it that are those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, but, you know, I think first-round receivers are iffy. I really do. For every Randy Moss, there's a Mike Williams, okay, or a Charles mm-hmm. Rogers. Remember the Lions went number one at receiver three years in a row, and they never got it right until Calvin Johnson came around. Uh, it's a diva position that gets a lot of flash, but I think the Packers have done well. You know, they haven't drafted a receiver in round one since Javon Walker, but their twos and threes have been really good. I mean, from Jordy to Jennings to Jones to Devontae to Cobb, that's a good group of talent evaluation at that position. Um, And so I think the Packers have their eyes on some guys that might fit that role, whether it's a Brandon Ayuk or if Justin Jefferson should slide. Uh, There's a couple others. I know Mims has been talked about as well. There's a lot more than just the flashy athleticism at that receiver position uh, that meets the eye. I think you've got to be careful because uh, 
It's a real boomer bust position, in my opinion, uh, in the high rounds, uh, in in the first round in particular. Got to be careful. Got to get the right guy. Talking with Mark Daniels, a reporter for 101.9 FM and 1440 AM WNFL in Green Bay, our fine affiliate up there, talking about the NFL draft. Uh, what kind of a need, in your opinion, is there to put additional beef up front alongside Kenny Clark? Some of the guys that they have drafted just uh, have not been been there, so to speak, and they have not been as, as impactful yeah, as Adams you would like. I mean, Yeah, Mike Pettit yeah. said you know, he was the most, his most improved guy last year, and boy, it must have been minuscule improvement because he just is not making an impact. Jury's yep. still out on Kingsley Kiki. As I said, Lowry and Lancaster are high effort guys, but there are, uh, you know, I've seen some mock drafts that have had uh, the Packers look in that area. You know, Ross Blacklock of, uh, of TCU, for instance, is a, is a guy that might get some interest. Uh, but beyond that, uh, I think both Derek Brown and Kinlaw are gone, and Blacklock is kind of the fringe first-round guy, I do believe they've got to find an extra body up front because, quite honestly, uh, this team lost four games last year, uh, and, and every one of them, they were just shoved around on the running game. So uh, I think uh, that sent an alarm bell uh, to uh, the scouting department and to the coaching staff that, that they're going to need some more muscle in the front seven for sure. How far away are they? I mean, if if you go with that, uh, and, and again, you're talking about Blacklock, who I saw Rob Domofsky chose in ESPN Writers Draft uh, in their mock draft. And how far, because when you say they got chewed up by San Francisco, therefore you have to draft a guy that can stop the run. I mean, granted, if he's the best on your board, that's the direction you go. But I don't draft for what happened last year because I still have flashbacks of getting B.J. Sanders after Mike, Mike Sherman couldn't get a punt inside the 20 in yeah, the game. Yeah, go back the to 99 when Randy Moss in 1998, talking about Moss again, Bill, he had 13 receptions, 342 yards, and three touchdowns in the two games against the Packers. And Ron Wolf was so afraid of that for the next several years he went – Antoine Edwards, friend Vincent, and Mike McKenzie. And, and that is not the way right. you should draft. Uh, and the, even Gutekunst at the Combine was asked, do you got to draft to catch the Niners? And he said, no, we just got to draft to get better. And they can get better at any position. Uh, they could add a corner. Uh, they could, you know, they could do a lot of different things. The only position I think that is not going to be touched is edge rusher because they've got the two best Ed Rushers, the best tandem in the league, and last year's number one pick waiting in the wings. So any other position, if they've got a football player that's going to help them right away, they're going to go that route. Uh, Is there anybody in particular you like? Not really. You know, I've I've talked to – I didn't do a whole lot of background this year. I mean, I talked to a few scouts and things like that, and I I read everything I can, and, you know, I'm watching and listening and stuff like that. I I, I really – I like the two inside backers, uh, the guy from Oklahoma. Kenneth Murray. uh, Murray And Queen from LSU. I really do. If there's an offensive right tackle or an offensive tackle that should happen to slide, I I went on the – you know, the Channel 2, Cover 2 Pro C, the tackle, uh, because I think he's probably the fourth best tackle coming out, and I think there's a chance uh, that not all of them are going to go in the first uh, 20. He might slide to the Packers. Played left tackle at USC. He's a great story. This is how old I am, Bill. You know, I covered his dad, Mel, who was a draft choice of the Packers in 76, a 12th rounder. And I uh, jumped onto the beat the tail last couple of years of his 
starting run at guard for the Packers. And if the kid's anything like the dad, really personable, smart guy, uh, you know, that can play. And uh, and so that was my choice uh, based on how I see things falling in front of the Packers tonight and if they stay at 30. Mark, should be fun. I'll get you back on. We'll break it down after the fact. But uh, thanks for taking uh, some time with us. And stay safe, my friend. We'll talk soon, okay? Yeah. All right, you too. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. Mark Daniels, reporter for 101.9 or 101.9 FM and 14:40 AM WNFL in Green Bay. You can find him on Twitter at Mark Daniels NFL at Mark Daniels NFL. Find him over there. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80 plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.